Dear Callum, the athlete, Brown. Born in Luton, England, to an English mother and a Jamaican father, and then moved to Ireland, age five. Perhaps my perception of you was ill-perceived upon watching you perform upon the television set earlier in the year. My views of your football ability were drastically incorrect, and I've since started doubting my ability to adjudge football games and the players involved. Upon reflection, I now understand my role in your form reversal. After the rant, only some four weeks ago, it is blatantly obvious you and all Giants players, in fact, do listen to the Never Surrender podcast and take every word as gospel. (laughs) I'm now so very proud of myself for single-handedly turning you into the powerful, impactful, long-bombing footballer you are today. Here's to you, Callum Brown, and all the recognition that awaits you as your AFL career flourishes before our eyes. Yours truly, Ragnar Lothbrook. Oh, I see what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed it too. Right. A 300 word podcast intro about the GWS Giants beating North Melbourne in Hobart and talk. A lot about Callum Brown. Intro music. Well, it actually gave me a sting for intro music. So that's good. Welcome back to the Sports Show podcast. The Sports Show podcast, also known as Never Surrender by the Squinners, the only GWS Giants fan cast, where we bring you all the latest updates. Jeez, it's going quickly. And insights from the worlds of sports or the Giants. I'm your host, Needles. And today we have an exhilarating match to discuss. And we're discussing it with Ragnar Lofbrock, who is there and El Sparrow Despats, who wasn't there but has views and has written us a great run sheet. The GWS Giants have emerged victorious over North Melbourne Hobart in a thrilling contest that kept fans on the edge of their seats. Before we dive into the game, let's take a moment to appreciate the standout player of the day, Callum Brown. Callum Brown, (laughs) transition music. Callum Brown's performance in this match was nothing short of extraordinary. The young talent showcased his exceptional skills, leaving fans and critics in awe. Brown, a rising star in the Giants lineup, delivered a masterclass in both def- offensive and defensive plays. His agility and finesse on the field was mm. simply unmatched. Analyst, mm. absolutely, host. Brown's impact on the game was undeniable. He dominated the midfield, making precise passes and dictating the tempo of the game. His vision and awareness was impeccable, creating numerous scoring opportunities for his for his teammates. Um, I think he just kicked him, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Incredible goal story, scoring ability. I might finish. I'll put the rest in at the end because it even has outro music. Anyway, so Ragnar, g'day, mate. You were there. You rode the longboat, as we discussed, all the way up Storm Bay because there wasn't much wind. And obviously, unfortunately, you didn't pack, uh, pack your extra strength rubber brown hairy breeches because you shat your dax playing golf. 
but you did get to sit in the crowd with, or wasn't it well over three and a half thousand people to watch Callum Brown play really, really well. So I'm going to, I'm going to start you off. Dear Callum. Hey, this is Ragnar. I just wanted to say sorry because. I've already, I, I, you might have to cut this out, but I, uh, I did send you something in the group chat. I actually haven't An listened to it. I'm going to put that at the very start. And then I'm just going to okay. play it. I'm going to play it raw to myself and laugh along. All right. All right. It, have I you think, said all I that needs that, to be said? I think that's all that needs to be said. Do you agree? You yeah, Sparrow? slice it in there. Yeah, I think you could almost slice that perfectly in there. The question that I actually <laughs> wanted to ask, which is serious about that guy, is do we need a swingman with him? He can kick in 60 metres and he plays well, a right in defence. And he's yeah. a lead-out chess mark kicker goal. Is he well, the swingman? the swingman. Under. The swingman talk, yeah, it was was based on the upcoming draft, which has been and gone, which we took no one. So I think we've crossed the bridge of needing a swingman. Um, well, we have so we one. don't need one. Well, we've got we've got uh, Harry, who's signing on for five more years, and <laughs> Callum. Um, but also the started. other the other thing, Sparrow. We were playing on the way to Coonabarabran uh, to my wife's farm. We were playing last week's episode and she laughed a lot and mostly at my jokes, which was very, very gratifying. But you actually, probably because you're six foot a million, have a very low podcast voice. So you might have to speak up a little bit like this for it to come through. <laughs> I am shocked at how low and resonant your double bass is. So Yeah, I think it's I think it's my podcast um studio here. It's so Quite much atmosphere. Bouncing. Anyway, man um, good to be to win. And as you mentioned in the run sheet, which isn't as long, it's a bit more targeted um, this time around. Mm. It's nice to watch the last quarter not sort of pack and death. Sweating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Lofbrock, what was it like? Golf notwithstanding. Oh, it was, no, it was a, it was a good atmosphere. Um, not, not a lot of people there, but uh, as you can imagine, it was a, um, well over three and a half thousand. North Melbourne game who, who haven't been traveling that great and we don't tend to uh, attract attract very large crowds but um away. so I was up in the ponting stand and uh yeah I had a great great vantage point from the half forward flank and I uh, got to watch the boys do strut their stuff and uh yeah a few a few of the younger fellas that I've never so no, it was it was really good. okay excellent opening but you know did sort of- you get down to the banner did you did you hold the banner up? <laughs> did you make a banner? <laughs> Mate, I was watching pre-game and I was like, oh my god, North are getting their banner sorted. They're having all sorts of issues. They've got this tape, this or this tape out, and I'm thinking, what sort of amateur show is this? Then I look over at ours, ours, and we've just got two lines of giant supporters on either side with no banner. <laughs> and we just that's how much respect we have for North Melbourne. We just don't even need a banner for them. Well, okay. <laughs> Couldn't we'll, travel. Well, Jonah, I really want you to sort of to wax lyrical and sort of spend, I guess, 30 minutes giving us your views like um, Dr. Nangs did last week, really made use of the podium. Um, but Sparrow, you did bring up a pretty, a pretty good point, which is uh, it was his 100th game on the week, <laughs> weekend. Lock 100th game over 16 years. Extraordinary. It, it's not quite Sam Reed. But um, Sam Reid didn't have a – his only drugs problem was insulin. Lockie Keefe had a proper drugs problem. 
and did an ACL and has done another ACL and was this time playing in the forwards. <laughs> and and was the water boy at half time. If you need, yeah, you love that. Apparently, he was. He took the water bottles off, did he? Unbelievable. Yep, I was watching, and uh, it must have been must have been quarter time or three quarter time, and he was he was on the, starting on the bench on the thir- in the third quarter or something, and I looked over, and the big fella, what is he like, two hundred yes. centimeters? Yeah, he's, he's just six, he's six. just got he's just got a six pack of water bottles in each arm, just just carrying them off like he's like like he's one of the right. one of the trainers. What a legend! What an abs what an absolute legend! And after the game, he in his crowd, his boots because they had a banner up saying, "Lockie Keith, can I have your boots?" And he hunted <laughs> he hunted them down and gave them his size sixteen boots. And he might not even That's have a boot contract. Love. I remember Sam Reeves, his Come agent didn't get him a boot contract and he had this massive shits with it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, what what a lad and and a really good servant to the club, I think. Um obviously the coaches love him. That's why he's getting games. And uh yeah, he's I think he's happy just playing his role, that whether that's forward or back or in the ruck. Dispatch yeah, well, yeah, I was gonna say what is his role, but obviously <laughs> Wherever the coach says the role is, go and play it. Um, Dispatch, we'll move on. You know, regulation wins. Good to have a regulation win. You know, just sort of, it was a bit close. And then we pulled away and played quite well. And that was, I was almost going to be in a rodeo, but I actually got to watch it, half a bit of watching it, half a bit of watching it on my phone. It was pretty good out on the farm. Look, it was a danger game. And there are a couple of times I turned it off and then had to turn it back on again. You're happy, uh, sad, disappointed, uh, standard. I We're think, I think early, uh, early in the game, um, I, it was quite concerning. Like North really came to play, and looked like we were still on the plane, and uh, maybe they caught the boat with me as well. But um, <laughs> they, uh, well, no, I was going to do a joke about that, but you were too quick. Well played. They, they, uh, yeah. They kicked two quick goals straight out of the blocks, and I was thinking, "Oh God, here we go! Not another West Coast That's game." Right. And um, yeah, they did turn it around. We sort of momentum, and then that we realised that they had Aaron Hall in their team, and obviously we we're going to win. So um, <laughs> that's how it went. Uh, was I mean, looking simple? on paper before the game, I was thinking, "Surely we can't! Surely we can't lose this." On paper, we are far better team. But maybe that's... I mean, I think that most weeks, so maybe it's just the deluded fan that I am. Those orange-tinted glasses, mate. Mm. Because every every start of the season, I honestly think, yeah, we'll make finals. I still do. Well, that's the point of being a fan. (laughs) Like, you know, what else is there? This is a rebuilding year. You know, it's a scrappy rebuilding year where we win a premiership. That's the base. But you, honestly, you look on paper, you look on paper at our team at the moment, and it is pretty solid. Like, you know, I've not, been saying that for years. I go on every single <laughs> podcast and go, mate, you should look at our midfield. And we've got Jesse Hogan and our back line's unreal with Sam Taylor. Oh, he's mm. injured. And Jack Buckley. Oh, he's injured too. But and like, have you heard about Bredsey? Yeah, exactly. I was oh, in the league. What did you, what did you describe him as? Um, yeah, possible all Australian. Possible all Australian. He is at the moment, mate. His he, last he, three weeks. His last three he, weeks. Jono, big Jono Brown gave him a massive rap on the couch last night. 
What do you say? And uh, I've, Let's repeat oh, other people's that, content and make it like it's our own as a discussion point. Just that Bradsy is one of the best ruckmen in the comp at the moment, honestly. Um, he he's, is. Yeah. He's, getting, he's getting, I think he had eight clearances, um, eight tackles or nine tackles, 16 touches, 30-odd hitouts against Big Goldstein. Obviously, Goldstein's on his last legs, but still, you, yeah, it's going to be interesting this week coming up against uh, Luke Jackson, like you mentioned in the uh, run sheet there, Sparrow. But, um, yeah, he's mm, uh, definitely... Much different player, very mobile, obviously, Jackson. And, um, and yeah, much different to, to obviously, Goldie and Nank. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he goes against him. But yeah, you know, he he he's he has definitely got the chocolates over those two in the last two weeks. I didn't t- mm. take as much notice against Geelong, like Blitzarfs and Stanley's it. Um, but against yeah, against Nank and Goldie, he's absolutely dominated. Well, I yeah, remember last of, year, he of... gave me the impression of being quite mobile when he had a couple of games last year. He was around, running around and stuff like that. I think he'll actually mm. be fine. Yeah, and he's taken taken yeah. a lot of grabs around the a lot of grabs around the around the ground. You and, need uh, he's Peter got Ruckman sort of... just to take those marks like Max Gorn, just to go clunk righto pressure off. Mm. Yeah, and then he's doing a bit of a what Tom Hawkins does down in the forward lines and taking the ball mm. out of the ruck. He's doing it all around the ground. He's taking mm. the ball out of the ruck and then just booting it our way fifty meters down the ground. Yeah. And um, stuff the midfielders. I'm just going to do it myself, boys. I'm I'm Bradsy. I'm, do you know who I am? I'm I'm Bradsy. I'm Bradsy. I'm the number one <laughs> boy in town. Yeah, so um, onions possibly in the resis for a while. Well, Bradsy was for a long time. Like that's how it goes. You you go with the form. It was like onions didn't get a lot like a big opportunity to um to to nail down his spot. And as and as you've said, yeah. Ragnar. Bruce is probably out. What did you say? Forty-six weeks, give or take. So, oh, that's a long time out. <laughs> he, he's just been TBC for the last three years. But there's On a injury list. There. You can't discuss him anymore. Like Toby in the third quarter, mm. Canilio, he seemed to do a lot of getting the ball out and, and snapping on goal and falling just short. But other otherwise, Callum Brown or you know, Toby Green <laughs> making making the goal count. Canilio was doing a fair bit. Uh, what yeah, I didn't actually see in the in the bits I was watching Himmelberg because he was playing in the back line. Yeah, they um they, did, they didn't mention uh, last week in one of the um, I think Jason McCartney was interviewed and um, he spoke about Himmelberg playing in the back lines for for the rest of the year. So I dare yeah. say he's going to he's going to be settled back there. So I don't know what happens when Haynes comes back, whether we can have two swingmen or whether Haynes is going to have to find a different role or um, something along those lines. No. I thought he was in. Oh, okay. Uh, Did he? he? Yeah, I thought he did. I I thought he was back from concussion, yeah. Um, Uh, No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he did play. He obviously didn't uh, didn't touch the ball that much, <laughs> but yeah, Keith went forward. Um, so yeah, who came? So Cabin came out. Keith went forward. Brown went forward. Himmelberg went back. Uh, mm. They were the main shuffles, weren't they? 
Is oh, and yeah, Callahan's Callahan was Callahan on the wing. Callahan pretty sure. much pretty much is a permanent midfielder now, and damn, he's good. He he looks so yeah, good alive. Awesome. He's and a big boy to be a midfielder, he, and he's a fast boy to be a midfielder, and he's got excellent skills oh, as a midfielder. And his his one one take handball, his decision making, his precise kicking is he's yeah. going to be an absolute absolute gun. There was, there, was a, there was even, a few raps even on him at the start of the season as a leader as well. Yeah. Mm. Callahan, yeah. sanitizer, Harley Reid, that is a formidable midfield. <laughs> Speaking of, um, what was who was better if you had a choice of one, um, Callahan or your best boy, Wardlaw? If you had one, yeah, Ragnar, if, if you had to take one back as a slave, to your Viking palace. Um, friend of the honest, pod, Finn. I'd, obviously, Dr. Nang's brother-in-law's I'd, friend's son. <laughs> I I would go with Callahan because he's a left footer and that balances our midfield because we need a couple of left footers in there. we got Josh Kelly, Callahan, which offsets sort of the Tommy Green, Callan Ward. Cornelio can't kick on his left, so he's a definitely a right footer. Um, there it is, Orange Crush. Yeah. That's the that's the Viking, he, cold, his, rational, non berserker approach we've all come to. He, he I gave it a good, Cal- good go in twenty twenty. Yeah, and I reckon Callahan would have would have three three inches on uh, Wardlaw, so he could probably match it with the uh, bigger bodies in the midfield as well. Did Toby did Toby rip it apart in the third quarter? That's when I thought that's ripped it apart. When I was checking, I, I couldn't be in front of the TV, but they're seeing that was gold green, gold green. Yeah, there was, was, was a spell of about well, maybe five, ten minutes, Rags, where he just yeah, he he changed the game. Yeah, he, totally they put him did. in the midfield. They put him in the yeah. midfield. He got about five five contested possessions, and then uh, he kicked that goal off Cogs's Cogs. Went for goal and then he socketed in. Yeah, and, he and got another one out of a stoppage. Yeah, that's the one, Bredzy. Bredzy just fed straight to mm. him down front, and um, what's his name? Who was who was standing him? Uh, McDonald, Luke McDonald. Is he yeah. their captain or one of their co-captains? I think he was on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he was wearing Toby Green like he was. Just about inside Toby Green's Guernsey, he was that that tight on him. But Toby just tore him apart. Um, there's no stopping the man. He's he's definitely all Australian, which would be his third all Australian blazer. Yeah, he doesn't need much to change a game. Like because he was pretty quiet up until then, and then he just lights it up, doesn't he? He's yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Is, you, you've got a line here which I, I love and I saw him in a lot of the highlights and as the first bloke, I did I think I did a bit more research, I think I'm accurate, but the first bloke to request a trade to the GWS Giants since Tom Scully. Um, oh, no, maybe what's Ryan, what's his face from the Doggies? Griffin. Uh, Griffin. Ryan Griffin. Um, is Toby Bedford yeah. the best? Best trade in? Just the best. Like, you know, he zips around, you've got zip and swagger. In general, I think. <laughs> Doing some stuff, kicking in a few general, goals. In general, definitely. Oh, mate, he's – I love him. Did you see – to see when he kicked that goal in the uh, – might have been the third or the fourth, and he's just had a chest bump on it. might have been Hogs or Toby maybe. 
he just got like he, I just love what he brings to the forward line. Just that, yeah, just that zip and swagger and it's interesting because um, he was obviously, but he's obviously energy. Behind, I think it's his energy too. Cosy Pickett, but um, he he can't yeah. have been too far behind. He's got a fair bit of bloody go, and he goes into the midfield mm. regularly. Hmm. He's nah. quick. I think he t- he took out our time trial and yeah, I just love his energy. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Melbourne had quite a few of those small forwards. Like you got Neil Bullen as well, who's who's a gun small yeah, forward. Right. Yeah, and and he was just stuck. He couldn't see a way in the team. So I think it was it's a really it's a real credit to our recruiting team to target some of his ilk. And uh, it was a it was a need that we had to get. And um, yeah, he's he's been a great recruit for us. Um, he doesn't doesn't get injured. Touch wood. Um, and uh, with him and Brent Daniels when he's playing, pairing together, it's just going to be fucking amazing. Yeah, well, it has been, hasn't it? It's been right when they're all playing. Mm. Toby, Toby, um, Stormy, and and Snooze. It's yeah, it's a really exciting. Small forward brigade, and Wardy and X and oh X was another one on the weekend. I thought oh was, yeah was good he was again. Good. He was crashing yeah. through people. Yeah, he's he's having a great little. He little is patch. having a good season. Mm. And uh, watch watching him live, like his running power is really really impressive. Like up and down, up and down the ground, nonstop, yeah. and it's just he's a gut runner. So if you you go watch you go watch a Giants game have watch watch him for a quarter or something and he's just he's really impressive to watch and he's he's yeah had a real breakout year this year and uh, yeah I think he's um, he's definitely in our best eighteen going forward. Yeah, I think he's yeah, right. For sure. He wouldn't have been at the end um, of last year. No. Well, no, he hadn't hadn't had the games. He might yeah he'd be well under fifty games, wouldn't he? He'd be in that twenty to. Well, 20 games? Yeah. Um, O'Halloran's at 42, 42 games. Yeah, 42, right. Okay. Yeah. Is it, and well, I mean, also for maybe the final question about the game, because I think uh, there's a, there's a quite a bit in sort of upcoming games and um, playing at all costs, but Rags, the dispatch has given you the floor. Thoughts on Faye and he, Faye, 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 hey, easy. In his first start, long sleeves. How'd he go? Yeah, the long sleeves are a winner. Um, they're always going to be, and like I mentioned in the in the black Guernsey, they're they're just going to be oh, under lights in the black Guernsey with the uh, yeah. Nah, he he's he's going to be good. Very he's solid. he's sure, very, but apart from he's very, at him, how did he play? Nah, he's uh, <laughs> he's not bad. He's um, still pretty raw, but uh, he's not afraid. He's he's never going to shirk a contest. Um, and he has that real, almost nineteen eighties look about him, where he's he's just uh, he's just a footballer's footballer, you know. Um, he's he's not afraid to get his hands dirty, and he will do the hard stuff for you as well. Who's that eighties uh, guy? Who was the Carlton guy with the hyphen in the eighties? Who they, who always got, um, he got uh, not fined a lot, but he he fucking got uh, suspended quite a lot. David. It's not like Griff Jones is a comedian, but some guy, I'm sure there was a car guy with a hyphen who had blonde hair and was just in it, at it, and getting punched and punching. Well, that's Farsi. One of our is, listeners will be yelling at the wireless. 
Yeah. <laughs> and well, the well, they might. Um, but anyway, listener, you're right. It was that guy. And I agree with you. <laughs> or you agree with me. Um, any other sort of final thoughts? Like, good win, regulation win. It's taken us up from, I think, 15th to 14th. It was against one of the very poorest teams of the competition. But Mate, we're we did get the job out. done. We're a win, one win outside of the eight. Or two, I think. But there is if no it's sort of wins. interesting, and maybe maybe it is sort of the ten the ten week or the after the buy bit. But we have been the only blowout has been against the Pies. We have beaten some teams and lost to other teams, but they've been we've been competitive, and you do kind of begin. I think I'm beginning to sense something beginning to come together. And yeah. maybe because someone else said that Adam Kingsley, oh, maybe it was the guy in AFL. Adam Kingsley was has been all right. But, uh, you know, he should be reasonably happy with uh, his first year in coaching. But I reckon he should be really happy with his first year in coaching to date. It's not you, – you'd be super happy, Ragnar, because nothing's been won and, you know, right down the bottom where you wanted to be the whole season. But it's <laughs> quite encouraging for – to be to be 14th objectively isn't encouraging – yeah, I um, our losses. Yeah, I think you go, Rags. Yeah, I uh, after the game, uh, game was over. I sort of went down to the fence and just wanted to give the boys a little bit of a little bit of a back slap and a bit of an on ass slap of, on behalf know. of the Squinners. On behalf of the Squinners, I'm still waiting for a shirt. Um, yeah, we need to just, just, say, just say, just so they know who we are. But I, I said, um, I called out to King and I said, "Good stuff, mate. Keep it, keep it up." And he gave me a bit of a bit of a cheek grin and a bit of a flex. So he knows. Um, he yeah, knows. I think that, he knows. I think that's well a done. that's a bit of a bit of a win for the squinners. So, um, but yeah, buddy, Finn Callahan was in the crowd in the crowd getting selfies with all the Giants fans, and um, yeah, I think he's I think he's invested, boys. Well, I mean, isn't he mates with isn't he mates with um, Harvey Reed? Is someone mates with Harvey Reed? Who's no, mates with Harvey that's Milkman. Reed? Milkman. Milkman. That's, that's Gilby. That's, <laughs> that's Gilby. Is Gilby Gilby's has Gilby played? Him. Is this have I never heard of Gilby? Gilby's Milkman. <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't played yet, but he's uh he's our social media superstar. Right. And uh he's actually due to come on this pod. Fair mm. Him or Fair Dinkum. Okay. Well, we'll no, wait with bated breath. That's in the pipeline. That's that's an exclusive. That, that, that's that's an exclusive. He might he might have the inside word on Harley. There so you go. I don't know what Reed's doing next year. Because um because Sparrow being a good country boy read the tea leaves on Harvey Reed being a good country boy and thought from one country boy to another. Um, mind you, as, as Sparrow knows, <laughs> I was born in a much more country town than he was. Uh, but that's by the by. Um. That you you reckon he'll be happy to come? I think he the will. The big country I, town I, that is Greater Western Sydney. Yeah, um, Birkenhead Point. No, where do they live? Um, Concord Breakfast Point. No, Breakfast Point. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's very country, but uh, there is a country style pub there. Um, but I did listen to it, and the interview with um, on Gettable with uh, Callum, what's his name, and Riley. And yeah, I reckon, I reckon that, I mean, he, the thing that you got caught on, Rags, was he's, when he's asked about moving in a state, he said, oh, yeah, you know, what, oh, I haven't really thought about it, but I'll just say that I am a, I'm a family man or something. I'm fair, family orientated. 
Yeah, we are entitled just to soup. Um, <laughs> and then a big long arm um, and sort of awkward silence. But I'm I'm confident that the Giants do do a good job with their families um, in terms of getting them up to Sydney, giving them a good time. There's always, I mean, they always talk about that as a real strength. And I think we, I think we still might have um, that legend. What's his name? He went up to. He went and looked after the. Uh, he was looking after the young guys early on, and they went up to Brisbane, but came back to us. And I'll come back to you with his his name, but um, that was one thing he said. Another thing he said was, yeah, he's mates with Gilby, and he also loves Toby Green. Models his game off Toby Green and Dusty, and uh, when you listen to him, he actually sounds like Toby Green. He's got that sort of larrikin. Uh, casual nature to him and I could see him slotting in with Tobes and Milkman and and the boys just fine in, <laughs> Toby uh, Green you've just got to believe in yourself um, who are we playing it's the bye now isn't it no 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 we got Freya oh, we got the purple haze speaking of yeah. and a few wins you got your few wins yeah, yeah we've got um, Kelly coming back in uh, coming and Milkman's available. And one you missed as well. Who? Sammy Taylor, mate. Sour crowd? Sammy shit. Taylor. Yeah, he's back. Really? I well, he's intense. Have, uh, yeah, I reckon I reckon there'll be three players that come back in will be um coming, Taylor and Josh Kelly. So pretty Jeez, solid. I miss that. All, Who goes out? All, uh, all eight uh, Faye goes oh, out. surely not Callum Brown. Surely not Callum Brown because he's my new he's my new favourite. Um, but yeah, probably Faye. Oh, that's a turnaround. Uh, what about mm. Anglin? Anglin's probably due for. I mean, he's been so, he's been improving, but would you hold on to him over Kelly and? Well, that's that's the other one who's uh, due back in as well. It's also a test as Jacob Ware tackle bag. Oh, is uh, he bag. Oh, Lekalier is not on the list. Yeah. So he must be nah, ready to go. Lekalier played he played he played in reserves last week. Seven disposals. He was quiet. And he, so that's yeah, a pretty did, that is that a is lot. a difficult difficult little uh, selection committee meeting this week, which is good. We like that. Yeah. It's a solid, know, it's a solid how, side. Yeah. Do we know how Cadman went in the resis? Yeah. Failed to kick a goal. Didn't do much. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Kick one. Pick one point. I think he had eight touches or something. I mean, also, okay. Matt um, Rizuski, he died. Oh, no, that was the Unabomber who died on the weekend. Uh, necked himself in a cell. What? Not not Max Rizuski-Kaczynski, but he slotted one from eight as well as taking a huge grab. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's going to be a bit of a talent, that lad. Are we comfortable in letting that name stick or? The Unabomber? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, now, it's now kind of old school. It's kind of. Very nineties. We might have to put our heads together. Yeah, we'll, we'll run with it. I think yeah. we'll run with it. I think you'll like it. Um, All right, we're going to roll into this, this week's game. This yeah, week's yeah, yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frio. Yeah, we're in it. We're we're deep in it. So right, the haze. Um, Do you want a little stat? How are they going to go? You 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 got some in, inside knowledge there, needs. Well, they Being got they didn't do very man. well. They didn't do very well. We did better th- against the Tigers than they did. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that was a bit of a shock because they came off a, a yeah. good little patch there of like four wins, four or so They should be doing better than they are. Buy. 
And Brayshaw. I'm just on the uh, Rag. Hey, hey, hey Sparrow. Just... Ragnar's got a really good little stat, and he's absolutely <laughs> gasping to say it. Tell us. I'm just on the big footy site and on the GWS page, gotcha. and uh, the last time Frio played at Giant Stadium was 2017. That and that, and then we've only played them at home okay. five times hey. in that. They've only they've only played us at home five times in our entire history. They normally play in Canberra if they if they've played. Yeah. They normally play in Canberra. And I make the and boys Vegas. dress up in my Freer gear and I wear my Giants gear and they absolutely crack the shits, but they can suck it because I'm a dad. But um, so is so that this is this is at the Beanstalk? Yeah. At the Beanstalk, Beanstalk. Man. interesting. I'm in, I'm in orange, unfortunately. Ironically, we've got a uh, we've got giant giant Pete who's a uh, pretty. Regular contributor to uh, Big Footy Forum. Do you want to join to hear his his predicted side? Gagging for it. Give it to it's us. It's pretty. It's pretty tasty. Uh, Whitfield, Taylor, Ash across the full back line. Half back oh, line okay. coming, coming Buckley, Iden. Solid. Center center line: Angwin, Cogs, Callahan. Half forward: Green, Riccardi, Brown. Full forward. Bedford, Hogan, XO. Rux, Briggs, Green, Kelly. And on the bench, Harry Himmelberg, Ward, Haynes and Perryman. I'd say that's one of our strongest sides that we've named for a, a, quite a while. Yeah, no Kelly. Do the last, do the last little names yeah. again. Kelly, Ke- Kelly uh, Harry Himmelberg, Ward, Haynes and Perryman. That is Kelly, Kelly was Rover. Oh, right. Okay, beg your pardon. Yeah. Yeah, that should oh, win. So that's, I think Pete's Pete's done pretty well though. That's a solid, solid side. Oh, I like that. Um but yeah, Freo, they do have a they have a good they have a good emerging young brigade, Jaya Miss. Uh obviously Brayshaw's back to hitting form. Uh what's their other gun midfielder? Uh Oh, um, what's his face? Yeah, I know. Sarong. No, you're talking about Sarong. That's yeah, the, the one. Skirt. That's the one. Yeah, Sarong's done. He's been awesome this year. He's carried them. Um, yeah, but I mean, they were going good last year. They're they're treading water this year, and oh, it's a long Fife's back to good form. Yeah, but it doesn't seem to be making a huge difference. <laughs> yeah, just I put just, like your attitude. Matt, just put President Item on him and just watch him wrestle him down. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with you. you how would uh, how would Jack Buckley be feeling not having to take the big the big key forward this this round? Extraordinary. He'd, he'd well, Here you go, Sammy Taylor. Yet. They haven't had a chance. He hasn't had a chance to do he, that. They've played very few games together, I think. Yeah, uh, I did a couple. Are you one hundred percent that Sammy Taylor's back this week? Sammy Taylor's back, mate. He's back. That's good news. He that I was weird. He's weeks away. That no, hamstring came good quickly. Back. Hey, right, he's been out for like eight, eight weeks. Us and Wisconsin University are like that. <laughs> we give them all their money. <laughs> have inside knowledge. Um. Yeah. Okay. What da- What time is that game? Uh, Saturday twilight, I think. Ooh. But you, but, uh, Spats, you'll be in orange. Did you say? Yeah, I'm out. I'm, I don't shame. think I'll even get to see it on the first time the in a fortnight. We won't have a we won't have a squinner at the game unless we can. Sort oh, of get... maybe maybe Bubs will like to venture out. Doctor Nangs will bungs at Bubs out there. Yeah, and all, it's a, if we had more time. I'd tell you, cheese doing it. 
a very interesting story about how Orange got called Orange, but we we might save that for a later pod when there's when we're lacking content. Um, what about what about we've got three and a half minutes? Play on at all costs. Harley Reid. Should we? Did we speak about Harley Reid? Do you have any more thoughts? No, we've done Harley Reid. Good. You're all good. You don't no, want to talk about it anymore. So we'll just keep. How do we keep Lockie Ash and Harry Himmelberg? Oh, actually, fuck that. No, I mean, that's trading. actually before we. Before we run out of time, can Let's we just give someone a bake? Yeah, who do we <laughs> give the bake <laughs> to? As you said, every bake we've served on the pod has led to a purple patch, e.g. Lockie Ash yeah. or Callum Brown. So, <laughs> Ragnar, who do, you, who do you hate at the moment? Who do you want to axe in the head Shit. at the moment? Petrol. Petrol. <sighs> yeah, he's, he has Go been pretty quiet. He has been pretty Go quiet. Him, and uh, I mean, I, I've, I've been very, very strong on uh, Perryman. And uh, I I love him as a player, but yeah, he just hasn't hasn't delivered the last few weeks. And uh, I'm he didn't wave back to you when he's... you were waving furiously from the sideline this morning. Nah, this afternoon, did you? Nah. Yes, the so... Well, the thing is, the, the elephant in the in the in the room is that when Harley Reid's in, where do you put per- Perryman? So mm. I don't know. I just don't think he's got much these days. I don't know the if is there room for him in the back lines anymore. Is there room for him in the back lines anymore? I don't know if there is. Maybe a tagging role. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He's been relegated to a tagging role. Fucking hell. Nah. Just, Come nah, on, Pez. Pez, Pez, I know you got it in you, mate. Um, I know you're listening, as the, as the rest of the Giants players probably are. Um, mate, we just need a little bit more, just a little bit more, just to uh, just to tip – Tip the uh, tip the winds in our favour and uh, get us over the line this week, big fella. And you did mention you were disappointed with Toby because the prick should have kicked five. Yeah, three goals, two. Not, not good that enough. Great, Toby. Not that great. No. Like 20, 22 touches, five clearances, and um, your third all goals, Australian jumper. They basically two. give away all Australian jumpers. Mm, yeah, Toby. We probably need you. probably need a little bit more, and he's only six or seventh on the Coleman, so. Um. Yeah. Come on, Tobes. Just, just maybe like yeah. at least get in front of Jeremy Cameron. That's, that's all I've yeah. got. Yeah, no, that's Other good. That's issue. solid. They should listen to that. Yeah, petrol's petrol. He's a big listener. And uh, yeah, I didn't realize Lockie Ash was up for renewal, but yeah, that uh, McCarthy's talking about or McCartney, McCarthy or McCartney, McCartney, whatever. He's talking about locking away. Ash and Himmelberg in the coming weeks. Confident in the long-term before. vision, it is selling the impressive duo. Yeah. I've always been a bit think... dubious about Lockie Ash's body language. Ash will stay. Himmelberg will leave. After all this and practice at fullback, he'll be able to go to the Swans. Apparently, apparently there's offers up to 900000 a year for Harry Himmelberg. He'd be mad not to sweet? take that. Nah, that's... Uh, I've heard that in the media. It's quite a lot of money. So it must so it must be true. <laughs> and with and that got it from Big Footy. As I always say in all my favorite podcasts, with that bombshell, never surrender. Never surrender. Never surrender.
host. And let's not forget Brown's incredible goal-scoring ability. He was a constant threat in the forward line, manoeuvring past defenders with ease and slotting goals from all angles. His accuracy and composure under pressure were remarkable, earning him a well-deserved spot in the highlight reel. Analyst, it's evident that Brown has a bright future ahead of him. His dedication to his craft is evident in every move he makes on the field. Not only does he possess immense talent, but his work ethic and commitment to the team are also commendable. Host, absolutely, Analyst. Brown's impact went beyond the scoreboard. His leadership skills were on full display, rattling his teammates and inspiring them to push harder. His presence on the field uplifted the entire team, creating a positive and competitive environment. This victory for the GWS Giants is a testament to the team's resilience and determination. They overcame from a strong challenge from North Melbourne Hobart and emerged victorious, largely thanks to the outstanding performance of Callum Brown. Host, that's right, analyst. The Giants can take pride in this hard-fought win, and Brown's contribution will undoubtedly be celebrated by fans far and wide. We can't wait to see what the future holds for this talented young player. Outro music. I got back on top of the game. Whoa. Next hardest working player, maybe Caniglio. It might just be an oversight, but here's a chance to get it right. It's Caniglio. And Caniglio said uh, third to him. That concludes our discussion on the GWS Giants for victory over North Melbourne Hobart with special focus on the sensational Callum Brown. Stay tuned for more exciting updates and analysis from the world of sports. Thanks for listening. Music fades out.